Yes, you are in the final chapter for Test to Testimony. Simon brings it something positive. (laughs) I just love that. I just love that title. Something positive coming out of the negative. That's the end cap on this one and a tease for future episodes beyond this. So without further ado, here you go. Now I'm burying, looking head for sale. I didn't hear a thing. Yes. All right. Finally. Ah, Simon, I've been waiting for this. How long has it been? I guess I, I probably could just look back. It's been a couple of weeks, it feels like at least. Yeah, well, we're back for at least for a moment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, my daughter has an issue with her car right now, so I'm on standby. But listener doesn't know the difference. Listener, thank you for your patience. I've, I've been working on my patience. I've been wanting to get this done, but we've had I had family coming into town. Simon's in demand. He's super volunteer. Stuff going on, but I didn't want to put anything else in the middle of this because we got we got the chapters right, Simon. We got them in order, so we got them. This will probably be. This looks to be the finale, though, for what we're calling chapter seven and right now our tongue-in-cheek title is something positive right that's what it is that won't that might not be in the print edition but right now that's what we're running with right now means just something positive you're like what was the name of it what do you want to call this thing and you're like something positive i thought that was brilliant so because you're in a really tough spot so let's go full circle simon i'll turn it back over to you a very tough spot um where dark um kind of a worst case scenario for someone that's in, in love in a deep relationship. And um, yeah, you're in a really tough spot. So I know that's resonated. That's definitely resonated with certain listeners. And when they're in a tough spot and there's a really cool promise in the Bible called Romans eight twenty eight, where good come will come out of bad for those that seek him. Something positive will come out of something horrible, but the catch is if you seek him. So I thought it would be good, Simon. And again, whatever you got on your heart, you need to get out there. But I I did think for the listener's standpoint, if you go all the way back to the beginning, right? These trippy, weird dreams. And I thought it would be good to tie down some loose ends of at least what I think. It sounds like we're on the same page who I'm thinking who these girls might be and the boy who is frustrated. And then, yeah, just anything else you want to share. I mean, just that you're in a much better spot than, than you were. Right, mentally, physically, spiritually. So I, I want that to be a beacon of hope, and I know that's what that was your intention as well, right? We want to speak encouragement and hope. And again, when you're going through it, it's the worst thing you could ever imagine. And but then after time passes, and after you start seeing milestones from what you were given, the dreams. It, it all starts to kind of like slide into the slots. Mm. Before, there were just pieces, weird-looking pieces of puzzles, like, this does not belong. But over time, it turned out to be part of the plan. And I still don't know if some of the decisions that I've made are, are the decision I was supposed to make. But nonetheless, I everything I did, I tried to talk to God about it, and mm. that helped guide me. Matt, well, hey, there's wisdom right there for the listener, wherever you're at on that chart, but most are believers. So um, there's wisdom right there. Pray about it. Sometimes you don't always get a very crystal clear answer either, right? 
It's not oh, always, for sure, man. Sometimes, and then what's you know, going people, on? Why am I not getting a clear? It's not. It's confusing to me. But you're asking, yeah. you're praying. Yeah, you'll, and then sometimes you'll hear what you want to hear or see what you want to see. Right. And then you'll make you'll say, oh well, it's supposed to happen because of this. So there, I think that there has to be multiple things that stand. That one, you ask, you talk to God before you do anything major. And two, you talk to others in the in the word because I'm learning more and more, man. There are so many people that are not into God. They'll say they believe in God. Mm. They'll say that they're Christians, but they're they the vengeance is the number one response or um the denial of what you need to do or or a wrong recommendation of what you should do when you're trying to like you just grab it in the air for answers but you go back to the bible go back to people who who also love god and and it, it sounds kind of kind of corny sometimes but if you if you stay in that mind frame that frame of mind long enough you'll see that that that's just how it is and, and it just becomes a way of life in a good way because you're not just shooting from the hip mm. ah, that's so good simon thank you for that uh so uh, there's a few loose ends i wanted to tie up to um going forward so let's just go back to the dreams a little bit and you correct me i I'm now I see you in the positive light, right? Now listeners are also hearing you in a stronger voice, although you are struggling with the cold today. They're wondering why you have extra bass, right? Listeners <laughs> like, God, you both sound really down, but um, yeah, you're 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 working through your cold, so you got extra bass. But I just yeah. see you in such a better spot. Even the listeners got confused. I said, oh, that it doesn't sound like you. It was as hard as your, but it's just because they're hearing a stronger you today, right? Yeah. But if I go back to those dreams. I believe, I think, well, I guess someday we'll find out, right? I think the most important thing, by, by the way, out of your dreams were those three talking points. So we can go to that. But for you, I, I believe that woman was, it was either your current wife and or daughter. And I think the, that little boy was your wife's son that now have a father figure in their life that, you correct me. That didn't, or at least it wasn't a. You correct me. One for sure, if I'm not mistaken, didn't really have a father figure, or at least it wasn't constant. But again, you correct me, brother. No, I, I would have to agree with you on that because remember, as I said, I didn't want to interpret those dreams. I didn't want. I just wanted to document them in yeah. all of their accuracy, then go back and look at them later, share them with people, and so you independently drew that conclusion which kind of substantiates how i was leaning myself all right so yeah that was on my I, own right you didn't sway me at all it was like for me it was like suddenly a light bulb going on and this was I was like yeah. i gotta tell your story i gotta tell your story it's debatable listener you make up your mind you go back to that original episode you can listen to it but that's what it seemed to me it's like oh that's interesting and again like i said someday we'll truly find out i mean it was just a yeah. crazy dream Right, right. And, and I think that that we're not forcing things to fit. So, again, just as a brief recap, <clears throat> the really cold dream happens. I wake up. 
I say, that's so cool. I talk to God. God, thanks for all the blessings. I go back to lay down, and then I'm taken to a, a place and shown, again, not physically, but shown um, the almost like a, a, a interpretation of what I saw going through a tube with light. And then I'm given three messages. What, the first one is um, moments are beautiful, but not to be dwelled upon. Mm-hmm. All obstacles will be removed and help others. Very clear. And at the end of that that experience, I I said, "This is God." I didn't say, "Are you God?" Because I I almost know better to know that mm-hmm. God's not going to pull me in front of Him. I think that it was a messenger, maybe one of His angels or something. And again, this is the first time you were probably hearing me saying what I thought that it was because I've never said that before. But I really believe that it was. I don't think it was. I don't necessarily say it was Jesus because I feel like I don't deserve. <laughs> to get something by the son of God. I think that that it was one of the angels. There's thousands of angels that, that the Bible clearly speaks about. And I think that that was the job for someone that day. And it gave me those messages because there was a, there were people, and when they believe in their hearts, they I think they send these impulses up and, and, and God picks up on them. And I can do anything, obviously, but that's what the angels are for. All of the, the people over the years, the the, the angels, there they have jobs to do. And I know guardian angel sounds kind of corny too, and and sounds kind of like mythical, but I I think that they really are. I think there are angels out there who do things that God needs them to do, um, and and they watch over others and they guide us to where we're supposed to be and they make us turn right or they make us turn left or they make us stop and not go or they they shut something down on the car so we don't go and and that's how we're saved and i think that i saw those messages i came back from it and it was a year later and then slowly each one of those the pain of losing someone that you loved um, I was reminded all obstacles. No, no. I was reminded that moments are beautiful, but not to be dwelled upon. So it's like, okay, so there's a reminder that you had those moments. That season is now over. You're you're done with this person. Mm-hmm. And so that was the preparation. All obstacles will be removed. God saw bigger plans for me. He saw bigger plans for my life. He saw bigger plans for a family that I needed to be with to bring them to where I brought my other family, I thought. And so those other obstacles were pushed out of the way. And then God found my new wife and my new daughter and my new little son and slid them in. And they meshed well with my sons and and we just kind of like continued life. Again, it's not perfect Mm -hmm. because like any family, like any union, you're going to have trouble. We we disagree, but we but we we have a common belief in God and we have a common love for God. And so that guides us through where others would just shut down and that's that. And so I really believe that that my new daughter was added to my life. I think that that was the girl that was in the dream. I think uh, my new son was the little boy because when I met him, he really 
you know, he was he was a cute little guy, but he just seemed kind of like like I don't know if I could like I felt personally I felt like I didn't know if I could connect with him. Mm. It, it just seemed like like there were some things that were just not not right. That, and and I don't I never I never imagined having to like be with someone and then figure out how to deal with all the stuff that goes with that children. Um, I mean, I, I've never, my wife and I were married for 22 years, so I never thought I'd have to deal with that. And then when I saw that, I felt like, I don't know. But then over time, and it didn't take that long, we just started to to mesh together. And it just, it felt like we knew each, we've all known each other forever. It's weird. It really is. There's a very natural connection. There's no doubt about it. I, yes, you're right. There's no such thing as a perfect family. Um, but I see the love. I see there's definitely some good, for lack of a better phrase, synergy. That's a mm. bit of an overused, overplayed word, but there's definitely, there's love. There's definitely love. All right, definitely love, Simon. So, yeah, I see it. I get the benefit of seeing it. And I only caught you after all the bad stuff and actually I caught you on the upswing. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, what what is uh what's that term? What did what did you use for the end of the movie? Oh yeah, yeah. This this is um in uh, in narratives like stories in movies, storyline, screenplays, things like that. I would I'm on what's called the denouement. That's the French word for resolution, uh-huh. where just after the climax, the amazing, the major action that happens now. The, the audience wants to know how did everything get resolved? How did everybody work things out? What was the end result? And that's kind of where we are now. That's awesome. And when you were talking earlier about um, you've seen the love, and um, and again now I think we 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 uh, we're well into the second year of knowing one another, uh, you and I and our families, and and um, and I think this. Fall will be a, an official two years, won't it? All right, on. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, and so um, that same year when all this happened, I was I was at a competition with our students in Orlando. That's and, right. so we went to Disney World, and um, when I was there, I, I was I just noticed the mom moms and the dads with the little kids, and I was thinking, not that I wanted kids, because I really didn't. If someone asked me, I'd be like, no, I do not want, I already raised five sons yeah. and I don't do it again. But I said, I, I remember almost saying to myself that I had more dad in me. <laughs> like I really enjoyed my boys all, all through the stages of their lives. And, and I loved all of them. They're all different and they'll have different, different um, values. All, well, most of them are good values, but they'll have different abilities and they'll have different interests and, and but that time when they were little, it was very special. Mm. When they were babies, moms usually, you know, enjoy that part. And then when they start doing stuff, it's like they get handed over to the dad. And then when they we teach them how to catch and throw and and ride bikes and and climb stuff. And and I thought about that at Disney World, but I never thought in within that same year I would start what would become the worst time of my life and in ending my relationship 
only to fall off of that and then switch tracks and then get on a different track. And while I was still seeing that other part just kind of fade into the distance and some of it was running concurrent with me, it uh, it actually ended faster than it should have ended for me. It was it was abrupt hmm. quick than it should have been. It uh, resolved quicker than it should have, which some that's some I sometimes I feel like I doubted myself, like do maybe I did move too fast, maybe I should have waited. But I think that that's part of what God does. And I've heard how he will he will basically move fast so when people are saying his name and reminding people who are watching what they're going through. Like I reminded people that God was guiding me, mm. that this happened because I chose God over the path that we were on. This happened because I decided that I'm going to be make God stronger in my life. And so he didn't, I didn't lose. I didn't lose everything because of that. God said, okay, if you're serious, then you're going to go through some stuff. So I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You don't understand it right now. And then when it does happen, you're going to know that I was there because I told you this a year ago. And all these little things that happened throughout, it just made it so easy for me to mm. never, ever say I made the wrong decision or God forsook me or let me go back to that or it's easier the other way. I knew based upon what I saw in that dream, what I saw in the transit, what transpired in milestones over it. And how fast I, I, I sped through everything. Now, interestingly enough, in retrospect, I came out of it really well. And then in retrospect, though, now I'm in another place with that situation because my um, youngest, my younger son, um, just as of late, uh, both of my sons, I, I was moving them into where they're supposed to be. One's going to medical school and the other is was needed to be on his own mm. at 25 years old on his own. Mm -hmm. So as of late, this is the latest development. Um, they then moved back in with her, with their mother. And this came out of nowhere. And suddenly I'm now the villain in that I made them feel uncomfortable at our house because of my new family, even though they all get along. Um, so now that's a new development that that came out of this, but it's it's not because I made the wrong decision. It's because that's how the enemy works. I they needed to move on. One's going to medical school, and one's going. You know, again, he's twenty five and it's financially set. Mm. So, but it's easy for me to say, "Oh, I, I messed up. I made the wrong decision. I should have let him stay." And I didn't tell him to leave, but it's just interesting how that played out where now, and then, you know, you could tell that it seems like they're, they're like happy there because nothing's being told to them about what they should or shouldn't do. I, I have guidelines on, it's important that you don't mess around people too much because that's how I ended up having kids way faster than I should have. 
and it changed the trajectory of my life. So that's the advice that I give. And then when it's when it's not listened to, it seems like I'm the bad guy. But again, that's another development, but that's just the latest development. But I'm still standing fast on what God has done for me. Well, thanks for being real on that, Simon. Obviously, you and I are, well, mainly you. But I, I, of course, I'll encourage and guide the best I can, and you help guide and encourage me, right? That's what we call iron sharpens iron. I can just, I can feel the listener right now. Like, you know, we do this as humans, right? We critique and we wonder, and what about this and what about that? But let me... Let me try to summarize everything. Mom Lane, though, Simon, let's just let's go down facts. You didn't ask for this, right? You thought you were in a great spot. You thought you were going to have a stable home for those two boys. Well, of course, they do need to leave. We all do, right, at a certain age. That's part of problem our society as well. We're not parenting our kids to leave and and be on their own. I'm not I'm not I'm not cracking on them. I'm just saying that's it's it's just part of the ways of the world right now. Right, but you didn't ask for this. You didn't. Ask, you were. In, you thought you guys were going to go forever, right? Yeah, I'm happy. Made it. You got blindsided. That's how I remember it. You again. You correct yeah. me. This is for the no, listener that's, in the that's recap. It. Yeah. It's important to know this. Now, for these boys, I, I've been on record. I've said this a few times. I don't wish divorce on anyone. Right. I don't. Ideally, listener, especially you that are in a first marriage with kids. It's going to be a lot easier if you can keep it cohesive and carry it all the way through. But I have humbly learned a lot of times you don't have a choice. Someone's determined to break it off. Or sometimes we make mistakes. Okay. We're all flawed. We all make mistakes. So it could have been one of those scenarios. But as I march it forward, Simon, and maybe I'm too defensive for you, but I don't think so. Um, I, I do want those boys. They, they, I want them to have a good relationship with their mom. And there's right. seasons where my kids aren't happy with me either. And sometimes rightfully so, and sometimes maybe not so much so. But that is family, and that is marriage. And the listener who's listened to this for a long time, I always go Romans 3.23, we're all flawed. And that is, you put anyone together. I've, I've coached, you know, you and I have discussed this. Whether it's a marriage or a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship or whatever, relationship, let's just call it relationship. You put two flawed people or five flawed people together, you're going to have friction sooner or later. It's just, it's going to happen. Uh, someone's upset, a misunderstanding or a flat right. drawback. That is part of life. So you're learning to navigate that right now, but I do want them to have a good relationship with their mom. And I hope I do, you know, I pray for her. I've told my other buddies who've been totally betrayed. I say, I do pray for them because I want them to also hopefully find a better life and, find Jesus as well. So call me the hopeless romantic, Simon. But I do see the beauty of this, the new family and these kids that really didn't have a father figure that do. I do pray and I think it's going to rally. I really do. Um, Yeah, and and you're right. And I I agree with that and that you can't because I look at them and I'm like, I love them. And when they're with me, I see them and I love them. And so when they're with me and they're not with her, I don't know what she's thinking. No one does, but I know that they also have a mom and, and I never wanted to be part of this whole split thing. It happens too often. And right. I think it's, it's so dumb how that happens, but nonetheless, it happens. Uh, and it happens so all the time. People, I know, yeah. unfortunately, it does, too much. unfortunately, it's, it's the ways of the world. Yeah. And, and so, 
that people have told me to the, the good the good people the ones that that were that are in the word to pray for her too and i have i've from even mm-hmm. when i was it's crazy people are like man you know this fool ain't do that he did that he definitely didn't do that i'm telling you right now i actually did i prayed for her through the process because i knew that it was crazy i knew that it was wrong but again now in retrospect it looks like she because she's recently bought a house and the boys moved in with her and, and and simon i saw him on on instagram somebody said oh look at your son with his girlfriend and they're like um like all hugging and looking all like they're in high school or something and and that's her, her new house so it, it looks like it, it and now it looks like oh well um it looks like your God didn't help her and look at what she's doing. So some people can look at it like that as well. And I, and I have to be careful that I don't look at it like that because it's easy to fall down that road. Wow. We, have, is. To, we have to be reminded that, that that's how it works. And that's probably what pulled, what pulled the boys away from that. Was a, that was a milestone getting you know, my son to get moving to his own place. But um, then he only stayed there a couple months and then went back. So whatever progress he was making, it's kind of like going backwards. Well, if any listeners can get anything, it's yes, good will come out of bad. Doesn't stop the storms from coming though either, right? right. It's not now just happily ever after and fairy tale. We're all challenged all the way through. It's part of living on this broken planet. Yeah, like, we got to be real with people especially those that are newer to faith. It's not like everything's going to be awesome now and perfect. It just, you help navigate the storms better. It doesn't take away the hurt though. It doesn't take away right. the sting of someone dying. Um, yeah. Um, well, so it, it might help some, but it's still for the now here. Now it still hurts. There's people that mourn and they rightfully so. But we believe we bet on hope in a bigger picture. All right. So now you set some other listeners free of like, oh, I, got, I got this family dynamic now or this going on there. You're not alone, listener. Simon, any other final words of wisdom? Otherwise, we'll put a bow on this one. And oh, let's tease um, some ideas for the future as well, if that's okay. Definitely. Just that, again, you don't know what the plan is. Like, um, I have we, also, we have uh, plans, I'm, I'm a writer. I've written screenplays. I even made wow, an independent film. I learned something new there. Yeah, I made an independent film that played in three film festivals. It was called Parts of Disease. And oh. um, maybe you could watch it one day. I will. <laughs> it, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it, so I said that to say I, I've written a lot over the years. And when you write, you you know what the story is going to be. I know, I knew that I was going to, well, I don't want to give the story away, but I knew that certain people were going to die at certain intervals. I knew certain people were going to thrive at certain intervals. I knew certain people were going to get away. Mm. And so that's how, that's how we have to look at our, our life with God. God knows way more than we know. He's the screenwriter. And it makes it easy for us to like say, oh my God, what's happening next? Right. Just sit back and remember God is the screenwriter. In fact, he's the GPS. If we make a move we're not supposed to, he'll reroute us. And so whatever we go through. Sometimes we got to go down the hard road, like falling off a skateboard. Yeah, we do. That's the head-scratching part, by the way, listener. We don't have that all solved. But sometimes we do get guided on the right path. Sometimes we're intentionally, they'll let us go down the wrong path or 
an accident. Right. It wasn't even a, a wrong path. Sometimes it's just an accident. You didn't ask for it. Yeah. But, and, and no matter what, God, you, if you go check back into headquarters, you will get redirected. You will that's get That's excellent. What a great, what a great talking point. Definitely that. As we get towards the end of this, that's it, Simon. You Sometimes you're going to catch yourself and like feel like you're in the middle of hell. Well, there's one yep. place to go, ideally. Otherwise, you're going to wallow in it. But that's beautiful, Simon. I did want to also tease a listener. This isn't the end of us, but I did want to get these this test of testimony all in one block, right? But there yes. will be some, we're going to tease it, but there will be some future episodes. I think what you had the poll on was like, we're just going to tackle We'll call them hot topics. I guess we'll come up with a yes. These are these are topics that are really affecting us nowadays. Culture weighs the world against you know what those are trying to live that biblical life or something. Yeah, conflict head button. All right, that's a wrap on this one. Thank you, Simon, so much for your boldness. It continued on. I edited it on purpose just because I didn't want to take away right now for the test and testimony. So thank you for joining on that. And yes, more to come on hot topic topics and Simon's got it. And I'm really looking forward to tackling some of that despite the friction. Uh, definitely there's going to be some heat, but um, okay. If you have questions for Simon, hit us up at fridudes.com. If you would like to see this someday um, in book form, well, that's inspiration. He is a writer. He can make it happen. You let us know, frydudes.com. And yeah, just hit us up there at the Contact Us page. And again, extra thanks for Simon. And by, oh, if you got a story or a dream that you would love to tell us about, maybe to inspire and encourage someone else, you got it. Hit us up at the Contact Us page. You already know the domain. All right. Now go serve. Love, your, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and love others.